Welcome to the LA Realtor Podcast. I'm Paul with Great Builds. And I'm Sarah Lehman. And we're getting to know the industry one conversation at a time. Hey, good morning. Bonjour. <laughs> really? We're going to do this? Here we go again. Well, you said you were going to ask me about my vacation. <laughs> Where'd you go? France. I went to... That makes sense. because Can. Yeah. I have to say it slow, so I say it can. right. Is it Cannes or Cannes? For the film festival? There was no... Well, I kept saying con, and then everyone was like, it's can, like the can can. And I was like, okay, all right, sorry. I thought you were in like Poland and Serbia. Yeah. I mean, I did go to Serbia earlier. You have a tendency year. to go to like depressing locations. You think it's depressing, <laughs> but you've never been there, have you? No, just... <laughs> Of course not. Why would I go to a depressing? Like, I mean, are you being held hostage right there. now? So, or are they making you say that? Yes. Uh, holding a gun to I'm your head. I'm blinking. You can't see me, but I'm blinking feverishly. Well, let's introduce our uh, our guest. <laughs> it was a great trip. Thanks for asking. Yeah. That's all. I don't need to know anymore. Yeah. Um, you thank you. I'd, I'd rather get to just the guest. wanted to know the first location from the first half of your trip. Perfect. Exactly. <laughs> um, so he uh, seems like an interesting fellow. And uh, Sarah thought he had a famous name, <laughs> Robert Reardon. Yeah. Which sounds famous. Right. But it's not. What do you uh, tell you? You just said it's Richard Reardon. From, that was the mayor. Which is a, f that's still famous. Okay. Sorry to okay. disappoint you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you're that Robert. Yeah, Reardon. Okay, that well, that it's guy. a good name regardless. Well, Robert very who good name. goes by Bobby. Bobby. Which actually is a very, very fun name. Fun Bobby. Remember that? Fun Bobby. <laughs> oh, do you get that? No. <laughs> do you identify as a fun Bobby? <laughs> I am fun Bobby, yes. <laughs> we get it's it. It's my pronoun. Uh, it is the, <laughs> is the general manager of Offers.com, spelled without a vowel, O-F-F-R-S.com, which is a very interesting company that I think a lot of realtors will be interested to know about because it is lead gen, what everybody needs. So welcome, Bobby Robert Reardon. Hey, guys. Thanks for having me. <laughs> thanks for coming on. I know you have a newborn, so thanks for being awake. <laughs> and, a little sleep deprived, battered, <laughs> bruised, but ha happy to be here. Yeah, thanks for being on. Are you are you uh, overdosing on coffee to just stay awake? Or? I'm doing like six double espressos a day right now. <gasps> oh, I hope my primary care physician isn't listening in, um, <laughs> but it's keeping me going until you crash. So we have like half an hour before yeah. you just yeah. just well crashes. until we hear another double espresso brewing in the background. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's on a timer at this right point. Now. <laughs> Excellent. All right. Well, let's jump in. Every agent needs leads. Uh, I think most of them do. And uh, you guys have a very interesting company, Offers.com. So jump in and tell us what is Offers.com and uh, what, what do you do? Yeah, so Offers is a real estate technology company, and we help agents and brokers grow their business through kind of big data, artificial intelligence, and done-for-you marketing. Now, we specialize in the listing side of lead generation. So that's our core focus. And, and we're using kind of bleeding edge technology to understand who in a neighborhood is most likely to sell based on hundreds of different data points, like duration of home ownership, any life events, their changes to credit or income history. That becomes a target audience that our customers then begin marketing to. And we have a kind of end to end marketing automation platform so that your brand is consistently getting in front of the soon to be sellers before they've actually gone to market and looking for an agent, right? There's a famous stat from NAR 
where 75% of homeowners choose the first agent that they come in contact with when they are ready to transact. So that's why it's super important to be first in the door with these property owners, right? And that's exactly what we do. We're using kind of AI to identify the prospects and then our marketing automation does the brand reinforcement. We're getting postcards and mailboxes. We're getting emails in there their mail clients, and then online ads basically running 24-7 so that you're very top of mind. So the, the bleeding edge part of this is figuring out who in a neighborhood, let's say your farm, is most likely to sell, right? Because 90% of people are not thinking about selling at all. And then there's that whatever small percentage. And you're using public data, I imagine, to try to figure that out. And I think you, I just love to get, have you get a little more granular about that. I think of, well, yeah, sure. If somebody filed for divorce, okay, that's pretty obvious. But tell me more about life events. Tell me more about the data sources, whatever you can speak to that's not proprietary. Yeah, that's that's a great question, Paul. So the base is public records, but then we layer in a lot of consumer data as well, right? And then We have a team of data scientists that run machine learning algorithms, and we've been refining those algorithms over the last decade. And it's not too dissimilar to GPT, you know, right? The the large language model that's all the rave today in the sense that you have this training data that you keep refining over time, and it gets more intelligent each passing year, right? And that's what we're seeing GPT-3, GPT-4, and then GPT-5 coming out. So we've we've been at this a long time. We've been refining the approach and it keeps on improving with respect to accuracy year over year. So on average, we're able to predict seven out of 10 transactions a year in advance. Hmm. So that's super important and valuable. And that's just based on the data that you guys are compiling and using your own algorithm with. That's not people actually interacting, right? right with, with different... Yeah, that's right. Of... That's, that, that's just the, the scoring, right? So every property in the country, there's 150 million plus or minus residential properties. Each one gets scored on a, on a rolling kind of eight-week basis. And the higher the score, the higher the propensity that that home will huh. become a listing. I imagine the following. One is like, the longer you own your home in some way, shape, or form, in, on a minuscule percentage, the more likely you're to sell. So that's one May, I think a statistic I imagine you guys track, but another one, and I could be wrong, and this can get kind of scary that a model could know you're likely to sell before you were even thinking about selling. Like if yeah. you have kids, for example, you had your second, third child, you've probably outgrown that little 1100 square foot home you're in. Guess what? You're potentially a Absolutely. seller. Stage of life right? is, is definitely life. a component. And think about, think about the data as a, as a large Excel file where each column is a different data point and each column has a weight assigned to it based on how it will impact the scoring. And it's hyper-local, right? The, the weights that are applied to the parameters in California are going to be dramatically different than one of the flyover states, right? So it's, uh, it, it's super powerful that it's, it's property-specific and it's geographic-specific. And that's where we see kind of the, the efficacy of the algorithm really exceed. And so your platform also includes like a way to market to these prospective sellers, yeah, correct? That's right. It's all about, you know, to be successful today, you have to take a, a multi-channel approach, right? You're you're not going to be a top producing agent doing a hundred thousand plus in gross commission income per year on referrals alone and on one channel right. alone. It's no secret that it's a very competitive market. There's 
you know, 40% fewer transactions happening this year relative to last year. We're coming off of one of the, uh, the biggest years for number of agents, right? In 2022, I think there was nearly 2 million agents. So there's just not a lot of transactions going around. So to be competitive and to take market share, you really have to think about what am I going to do that, that's going to differentiate myself from the other, let's call it 1.5 million licensed members out there competing for four and a half million deals this year. And, and really what that, what that means to me is you have to, you have to have a budget, right? Because the channels that, that are effective and perform well, like online ads, let's say Google pay-per-click campaigns or display ads on, on Facebook, those are auction-based systems, right? And, and you're bidding on keywords or you're, you're paying to get your brand in front of eyeballs. And someone out there is going to be bidding against you, whether it's a real estate technology company like Zillow, Redfin, big corporates, or the other 1 million agents, right? So we certainly recommend taking a multi-channel approach, getting in the, the mailboxes, because that ensures basically 100% delivery, right? Opposed to email campaigns, which can be difficult because you're going to wind up in the spam filters and the other challenges that, that come with email. So multi-channel is definitely one of the, the keys to success to the, uh, today. So how do you divvy up all these leads between the users that come onto your site? Well, so if you were an agent and you came to offers, you would choose an area of interest that you want to be, that you want to dominate, right? As a listing agent. And kind of on day one, you're going to get the predictive sellers. That's the the properties that our algo says you should focus on because they're coming to market over the next 12 months. We're going to give you as much contact information as we have commercially available to us, right? Phone numbers and emails so that you can do prospecting on your own. But then in the background, we're also going to be spinning up online ad campaigns for you. Today, that's on Facebook, Instagram, and Google. So we're targeting homeowners that are searching for keywords like what is my home worth, home valuation estimate, any keyword that would signal they're considering a move or listing their home or find an agent near me. And then throughout the month, those are going to be added to your, your funnel, right? And, and our goal is to generate enough opportunities, fill your pipeline each month so that you have enough at-bats where we're going to put you in position to have a handful of quality conversations and, and get, a, get a listing, right? It's a few hundred dollars in investment. Our, I think our, our starter platform is $2.99 per month, but we have a, a premium kind of referral uh, tier as well for $5.99 where we do the kind of the qualification for you. We have a call center that will reach out to the leads that we generate. Oh, interesting. Yeah, you know, to, to better qualify and push the lead from kind of top of the funnel down to the bottom of the funnel. And our goal is for, for that service is to do a warm handoff to you, the agent. Right. That's really good to know because I do know a lot of agents who will have someone on their team to just make those cold calls to try to warm them up. So to have that already built in as a service is really useful for someone who might not have that employee, especially in a market like this, still wants to build their business. Yeah, and it's pretty... I think we're underpricing it, honestly, at $5.99 per month for the, for the data and the leads that we give you. And then this ISA, like to go out to, if I wanted to Upwork and hire an ISA and I wanted to, to carve these components out and unbundle this, it'd probably be like $1,500, $2,500 a month, right? Yeah, so it's a lot of value for the price that we're giving. 
Uh, Bobby, uh, would it be a crazy idea for someone to sign up with you guys to get predictive sellers in their little farm, in their little uh, area that they focus on and find the top 10, 50, 100, whatever it is, the, the ones that your algorithm finds are the, the highest likely to sell and door knock those? Is that a crazy idea? No, it's not a crazy idea, Paul. We, I recommend doing that certainly for the predictive seller leads that engage with your campaign, right? Because we will mm -hmm. we will alert you if a lead interacts with one of our online ad campaigns or opens the email campaign. And we provide kind of the the summary of the call activity that the ISA is 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 doing. And and that and that shows intent, right? Engagement in a campaign shows intent. And and we certainly recommend doing anything and everything is possible to to connect with that homeowner, including door knocking. Now do yep. a lot of agents take us up on that offer? No. You know, we're seeing more adoption to that today because of the decline in transaction volume. And we're seeing agents become a little bit more hungry, right? Like we went kind of gangbusters 2021 and first half of 2022. So there's just a lot of uh, a lot of deals deals happening and a lot of commissions flowing through the space. But yeah, it's, it's definitely a good uh, recommendation. But will an agent own that area with you guys? Like, is it exclusive? If I wanted, if an agent wanted Venice Beach, California, or a little zip code, would that be exclusive to them? Or is it not, is that not the way it works? The, the, the predictive sellers are not going to be exclusive to them, but the okay. leads that we generate from their specific campaigns, their online ads, their emails, their direct mail will be exclusive to them because those are okay. responses from a campaign. But the public records that we score are non-exclusive. Okay. So basically, you're kind of marketing an agent out there, but the leads that they actually acquire are for anyone who interacts with a campaign that you guys are doing. Yeah. So it, let's just say both of you were agents and, and you were my first two customers and you wanted to get leads in the same zip code, right? Like let's just say 90210 because it's the only zip code I know in California. <laughs> um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spin up campaigns for you, right? Programmatically. And, you're, and I'm going to start running online ads, email campaigns, et cetera. So you're going to have the same, let's call it 1,000 property addresses with a score on it and access to the phone okay. number and email. But then let's say... I generate 25 leads each for each of you per month, right? It's going to be a different 25. So, right. So like if you're blasting out to the same 1,000 people, whoever clicks on his campaign exactly versus right. my campaigns, yeah. that gets funneled into our specific That's leads. right. Yeah. Okay. But you don't want, look, you don't want 20, you don't want campaigns for 20 agents and they got to cannibalize each other. At some point it becomes... Yeah, that's right. right. Um, the, only, the only thing I would say is, I think we all know there's a, a fair amount of agents that only do one or two deals a year. Mm -hmm. So the, you know, they're not actually professional agents, I would say. So the number of agents that are actively prospecting, it's, right. it's not, it's not common that we're going to have That's 50 right. agents in one zip. Code. Do you have a limit to how many you'll allow as far? Yeah, I think it's 10 today, but I'd probably have to check with my, my, uh, my product team to, to confirm that. Okay. So to, don't, don't hold me to that listeners. And, and the territory would be a zip code. Would it wouldn't break down further than that. Uh, no, it's a, it's a zip code okay. because you have to have a big enough audience to, uh, to market. To. Right. That makes sense. Yeah. I, I know I'm, I'm kind of getting uh, into the weeds a little bit, but I am kind of curious about this. So this will be my last question about this, but I'm really interested in the, in the data, whatever you can speak to, like every boomer, I'm not quite a boomer, but every boomer thinks really? that <laughs> I know I, I talk like, I talk like I am, but where did you go? Poland? Let's, 
<laughs> let's pretend I'm not a boomer. Every boomer thinks that Siri is listening to them. And it, they, they think that like when they say, you know, I need a new pair of shoes. Uh, all of a sudden their computer will serve them ads for shoes like over and over and over again. Are we at the point yet, whether it's your company or anyone else, where if someone types into Facebook and, and is talking to a friend or their email, like, gosh, I really need a bigger house. My kids are driving me crazy. Is anyone figuring that shit out yet and saying, <laughs> oh, predictive seller, or are we not there yet? I mean, we're kind of there. I don't, I don't, I don't <laughs> think Siri's listening to us 24-7. It would take a lot of data center compute to, to kind of do that across the, the country. But we've certainly had many instances where we're alerted by our, our customers saying, you know, I, I called a lead and it was very serendipitous. They said, oh, you know what? I, I actually am considering a, a sell. How'd you know that? And they're like, oh, it's part of my job to know, you know, uh, <laughs> know my neighborhood. And I, I want to be that, that local expert that you can lean yeah. on for market insight. So it's very powerful when, when you use it correctly. And people, I, I think people were a little bit afraid of AI before this latest round of innovation with GPT, because it's everyone, you know, I think it was the quickest product to ever get to 100 million users. And everyone got to be able to play with it and, and ask it a question and, and get a text reply back. And I think that softened the, the uneasiness or the concerns that some people had around big brothers listening to me and are more willing to use cutting edge technology. And it's only going to get better, right? And, and if you're not using these tools today to gain market share and beat your competition, then I, that's going to be a, a, a tough road ahead for you, right? The world is always moving forward and there's new technology being developed every day. So you can't be afraid to experiment. You have to always be curious with, your, with how you think about growing your business and, and willing to try some of these new products. I mean, I don't know why anyone wouldn't target their marketing, right? Like... Why, why sell shoes? Why sell women's shoes to, to, to men? That makes no sense. You, you might as well know who your most likely buyer is, or in this case, who your most likely seller is. Yeah, right? I mean, it sounds obvious, right? Yeah. But we, we used to, so we've been doing this for nearly 10 years now. I'd say five years ago, we used to have folks say, oh, you know, that's, that's, <laughs> that's malarkey. Yeah. You don't know, you know, <laughs> AI is fake. I'm just going to blanket and send a postcard to everyone in my farm. Right. But now... It's becoming more mainstream, and and those folks are coming back saying, you know what, I, I think it's more effective to shrink my target market down to twenty percent, which is the homes that are most likely to sell. So you're saving on your opex, right? Instead of sending out a hundred postcards, just for easy math here, you're going to send out twenty, right? Because our our algorithm is going to pick out the twenty percent that are most likely to sell. Right. So you're you're saving on your opex, and then hopefully we should be providing about a two to three times lift on the turnover rate each year, right? So if the, if the average is 5%, we're going to be turning that into 15%, right? So 15% of homes should be transacting mm. at a minimum, right? And so we have some areas in the country where it's, it's four, five, six, six, and we have a, a pretty cool interactive tool that will allow you to backtest the data and be very thoughtful about which zip code you want to target based on mm. how many homes are turning oh, that's over. That's interesting. Where it gets scary is when you get a postcard in the mail, Sarah, that says, we noticed you had the third fight of the month with your husband. If you <laughs> are thinking about a divorce, let us sell your house. 
when the neither daddy, of us have a husband, so I'm not. That wasn't the point of the comment. It's just it's just gonna get really like it's gonna know you better than you know yourself, which is a little scary. But um, yeah, it is what and, it and, is. And listen, I use this. I use the service myself. It's just a little bit different way. I'm not a licensed agent, but I am a I am a real estate investor, right? So I use the same technology to source off market deals, right? And then I send out different messaging instead of, Hey, I want to talk about listing your home. Mm -hmm. It's, I want to, I want to make you a cash Mm -hmm. offer, right? Mm -hmm. I want to negotiate a deal and, and it works, right? So I'm kind of dog fooding my own service, if you will, but that's just kind of a a testimonial to, to how effective it is. If you stay consistent with it. Do you have investors um, utilizing your site as well? I do. We have a different product called deal flow. That's very similar to offers, except the marketing templates are designed around a real estate investment opportunity. Okay. So, so what, you know, if you're targeting absentee owners, the message might be, are you tired of being hmm. a landlord? Sell your property as is with your tenant in place, get a, a fair market cash offer within 72 hours. Right? right. So yeah, if you have any investors out there for, for your real estate agent clients, mm-hmm. yeah, the product's called deal flow. Um, happy to talk more about that, but it's, it's very similar in, in the sense that it's predictive analytics and, and done for you marketing to find off market deals. So you're, you just talked about the fact, Bobby, you're not a realtor. I'd love to know, did you come at the, what your background is and did you come at this more from the technology space or where, what's your background? Yeah. So, so my background is kind of at the intersection of finance and technology for as long as I can remember, I've always been fascinated with, with tech. You know, I started playing video games at at an early age and that taught me a lot about kind of programming and tech in general. But I, you know, I went to school for finance. My first experience as an entrepreneur was launching a real estate crowdfunding platform. So I was a, as a part of that initiative, I was a stockbroker because I was selling private securities, hmm. which are you know, through private placements. But you know, that was my first crack at real estate technology back in you know, 2014. And I've been, a, been at it ever since. So yeah, not a, not an agent, but deeply passionate about the real estate space. It's, you know, it's the biggest asset class or one of them. It starts with a, a T it's a, it's a trillion dollar addressable market. It overlaps with a lot of different, different industries like like finance, you know, because the mortgage, the the investment aspect. So it's, it's super cool to be a part of the ecosystem and probably be a part of it for, for some time to come. That's great. Let me ask you about this on your, on the offers website. It talks about some of the competitors and I'm sure you guys have some competitors who are that well. <laughs> like it's on your, how, do you, how do you spell I, that? I, well, they according to this uh, sheet on your website, they're much more expensive and much worse. So I'd love to hear about your kind of differentiator. Why offers is so great. Give you that platform. Yeah. Thanks for teaming that up. <laughs> <laughs> We're really one of the only customer companies that does listing lead generation, right? So when I think about Zillow, that is the beginning stage of a consumer journey for a buyer. Not many property owners go to Zillow and say, can you help me list my home? To do what we do is very expensive and, and cost prohibitive for a, a small startup to do this, right? Because you have to license every single property in the country, right? Through an aggregator of data. You know, there's, I think there's like 3,500 municipalities that record public data for real estate, whether it's, uh, you know, the property details itself or the, the docs that get re- recorded, like deed, et cetera. The consumer data that we, that we overlay on top of that, we're talking, you know, hundreds of thousands of dollars in recurring investments. So that alone eliminates a lot of competitors, just focusing on, on the listing side. There's probably actually like three of us that do true 
machine learning to identify which homes are most likely to sell. There are some companies out there that'll that'll use filters like, I just want to show all the homes that have been owned for 10 years and call that predictive analytics. Yeah. It's not it's not truly PA, but you know, we we've been at this for for a long time. We had we, you know, we're fully staffed. Uh, we're well financed through a through a public company that that owns offers. Um, so when you do business with us, you can be assured that we're going to be in business forever, right? That mm-hmm. the company that owns us is has a buy and hold mentality. So there's no concern about us going out of business. And for the value that we deliver, we're very competitively priced. Mm-hmm. So for the dollars that you spend with us, there's no there's no other vendor that will give you as much bang for your buck. And that's why we have the great testimonials that we have on video, right? Not just written text that says, oh, I got a, I got a listing through here. We actually have agents that have trusted us with their lead generation services and have gone on camera saying, without offers, I don't know where my business would be today. Um, so, yeah, sorry, at two ninety nine a month, it's affordable. You can try it for three months. What's the worst thing that happens? You're out six hundred, you know, nine hundred bucks, whatever. Yeah, and that's that's how I look at it from an ROI point of view. If I'm get so, say the average home in America is like half a million dollars plus or minus. The listing commission on that is going to be what twelve k after a broker's take, mm-hmm. um, just like rough math. So like, so me, I'm going okay. How much am I willing to invest to make twelve k? Because you should get one transaction, right? After after your pipeline has enough time to to get filled with opportunities. Personally, I'd probably be willing to invest six grand, yeah. right? And then I'm going to scale that up. How many users do you currently have, and how long has this been around? I can't say the user count because I think I might get in trouble okay. by the parent yeah. company. <laughs> Yeah. But we've been in business since offers have been in business since 2014. Oh, okay. But but we, yeah, we also manage other brands that are somewhat similar in the sense that they help real estate agents grow their their business using done for you marketing and, and analytics. And do you have an idea of how long it takes a pipeline to kind of get to that first deal? 90 days is is kind of like the starting point because like if I spin up a Google campaign today, the algorithm is going to take roughly 10 to 14 days to to finish this learning period right it, it sounds it sounds counterintuitive you're like oh it's it's digital i put money in i get leads out they're a trillion dollar company how can that possibly be but like literally when you spin up a campaign it says algorithm like we're you know learning this campaign and it won't actually start delivering until at least 10 days later so we like to at a minimum have 90 days and that should that should give enough opportunity to to have a handful of opportunities at the very bottom of the funnel that have kind of confirmed their intent on selling. Now, whether they say they're going to sell with you is out of my control. But but what I can reasonably say with high confidence is we're going to put you in the position to succeed. What type of agents do you think this is the most ideal for? Is it newer agents? I mean, obviously, all agents want business. But what are you seeing in terms of your clientele? It's kind of like barbelled, right? In the sense that for new agents... That don't have a system in place. This is a business in a box that will get you up and running on your way to your first mm-hmm. listing in potentially 90 days. Now, we've certainly had fringe cases and outliers where they're like, holy shit, my first week I got a listing. Now that is not common. Sometimes it takes much longer, but within five days, we could have you up and running, onboarded, campaigns running, and then lead starting to, to generate in the next few weeks, right? But if you're also a top producing agent, like we have we have an individual on the on, on the Sirhan team in, in Manhattan that is getting $10 million listings with us. He just got a $14 million listing using our 
our predictive analytics and phone numbers. He has an offshore ISA team that speaks English very well. And it's all, it's all about scale for him, mm. right? He's spending much more than two ninety nine, right? but he's also knocking down $15 million listings, wow. right? So yeah. That's crazy. It is crazy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Remarkable story, yeah. but he's really good on camera. He has, he's innovative. He's a forward thinker with a lot of content and, you know, he, he's willing to invest a pretty good money to, to be successful and, and knock down these deals. I just, I love the, I, I was fascinated by the statistic you have on the website that 70% of homeowners choose the first agent they meet, which I guess makes sense once you think about it. It's just not what you would assume, but that just, and that's NAR stat. That's not even oh, ours, okay. right? Like well, it's, well that, but it tells yeah. you something. You just got to get in front of them at the right time, yeah. right? You, you're yeah. the first in yeah. the door. There's already a 70% chance that something could happen. So yeah, you have to be top of mind. Yeah. And that's why it's important to, to use a multi-channel marketing system because you're not going to be successful sending one postcard or spending $500 as a one-time campaign and say, oh, you know, I, I marketed to them. Why didn't they choose me? Well, because they probably forgot about you, John, right? Yeah, that's what um, I was going to say. Like that stack kind of leaves a lot to be imagined as well because it's like, if it's the first realtor you meet and then it's 10 years goes by, obviously that's probably not going to be the person top of mind, right? But if you meet them and they continue mm-hmm. to stay in front of you through mul- multiple channels. Yeah, there was a, the there was a great... There was a great study done. I forget the company that did this, but they they made up a fictitious agent <laughs> and they postcard, they sent a postcard to every home in a neighborhood. Let's say there was 200 homes. And then at the end of the year, they said, they surveyed everyone. They said, of these three agents, who do you think is the top producing agent <laughs> in your neighborhood? And it was the fictitious agent. <laughs> Why? Because they were top of oh, mind. Okay. Yeah. Because so it's all about marketing. brand reinforcement being being in the mailbox, online ads, door knocking, because that way, you know, when they, when they go to transact, they're gonna be like, you know what, I, I want to trust my business with the individual that I see everywhere. He must take his business serious and he must right. have a good strategy. There's a, um, in my neighborhood, there's a couple of busy streets and uh, I see the same agent sell on those streets over and over and over again. And I, I even asked her one time and she said, look, I got some listings. I had signs in the ground on those busy streets and busy streets are right. great because lots of traffic. So it's like a billboard, a free billboard, right? On that busy street. And she's like, when, a, when someone on that street wants to sell, they just think of me because I've yep. sold so many times on that busy street. So it's like, uh, honestly, renting someone's front yard to put your sign. Yeah. I mean, I'm just joking, obviously, but there's value there because it's not a park bench. Well, that was a genius idea. Do you think there's a business around that? <laughs> oh, no, no, I'm serious. Yeah. That sounds like a great right? idea. Right, because it's not a park bench because a park bench, everyone knows you're marketing, but a sign in the ground <laughs> says you're selling homes, man. What if it says oh, yes. sold, <laughs> sold in 2002? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to rent your backyard for two years and my sign's going to stay there. It's, I mean, it's not the worst idea. No, but it is true though. When I, I was in middle work. school, my mom, who's a realtor, my middle school was on a busy street and the house across the way was on the market for a while. And mm. she had this, she didn't just put a sign in, she put like a billboard up oh, basically. And you smart. could see that thing for what felt like months. I mean, and I was yeah. like, yeah, that's my mom. <laughs> that, you know, that, There's a great scene. <laughs> that's my mom. She hasn't been able to sell that house for three months. <laughs> that billboard. Yeah, Do but guys, everyone knows her name. <laughs> yeah. Sarah, you might remember this movie. Remember I Love You, Man? Yeah. You remember the scene where he's like, oh, where do I know your face from? And <laughs> it was billboards. from like urinal cakes. <laughs> oh, no, it was from urinal cakes. <laughs> Whatever. Oh, so so that's a form of marketing right there, you know? Yeah. yeah. Use what you got. No, I look, I think the 70% yeah. of homeowners choose the first agent they meet 
I don't assume like, oh, it's the first agent they met 20 years ago at the Little League. Right. I think it's the first agent they meet with when they're ready to sell their house. And yeah. consistent yes. follow-up. I think right. there needs to be follow-up. Yeah. You can't just meet somebody. That's not going to get you any business. No, they meet with like they have an appointment with. They have a listing appointment. Oh, yeah, like, like sit a listing down appointment. With? So high, they shake yeah. their hands and they're yeah. like, you seem nice. Let's go. Again, very yeah. misleading yeah. stat. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll write to the NAR and... Uh, yeah. 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 Let's get some clarity here. I'd love this. Uh, I think it's really, really important that for people to use stuff like this, we did an episode uh, last week about AI and AI tools. So you guys are sort of on the cutting edge, but I think at some... We've been we've been using AI before <laughs> AI was cool. Well, right. Right now we all understand it, but you guys yeah. were... Which is cool because you guys have been doing it. You've, you've built the stack and you've been... Uh, now Now you're here to help, help agents get, um, get targeted leads. So... Thank you, Bobby. Appreciate you coming on and telling us about your company and uh, teaching us about uh, some AI tools. Yeah, this was really fun. Uh, thanks again for inviting me. And I would love to do this again with you guys sometime. Yeah. Cool. Thanks All for right. listening. We'll include Bobby's information in the show notes and the information for offer as well. So you can find that site. And uh, thanks everybody for listening. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. You see ya. Bye. Thanks for joining us for today's episode. I'm Paul with Great Builds. And I'm Sarah Lehman. And if you like what you heard, make sure to subscribe, rate, and review. If you'd like to get in touch, please email us at larealtorpod at gmail.com. We'll see you next time. We'll see you next time. 